Hi, and welcome to the All Too Well podcast. I'm your host, Erica Huss. I'm a wellness entrepreneur, a wellness expert, and your wellness whisperer here to make your journey towards better health just a little more comfortable and a little less cringy. And it is our last Tuesday of the year. We made it. I hope everybody has had a happy and healthy holiday season so far. We are in the home stretch. And, you know, it's coming up on New Year's. I am not making resolutions. I'm actually doing a little bit of reflecting. And I made a little list of, you know, all the things that I've been trying to focus on this year as, it, you know, in terms of my health and well-being. Uh, and I was actually kind of surprised <laughs> at the list uh, in terms of the progress that I've made. Uh, I'm going to call this healthy shit I tried that worked. And uh, yeah, just got a few little items to share with you. Um, I'm, you know, particularly proud of making some some big achievements, both in terms of feeling like my mental well-being, my mental health state has improved and shifted for the better, and my sleep. Uh, these are two things that were really, truly plaguing me in most of the year 2022. And not surprisingly, they're obviously related to each other. You can't really have one without the other and vice versa. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm very, very pleased that I made some changes that seem to have taken effect. The first thing I did, and literally it was the first thing I did, it started very early in the year in January, was I really just kind of took control of my hormones. I, I went in to, to hack my, my lady hormone health and see if I could make some changes there. And lo and behold, it made an enormous difference. Uh, you guys have heard me sing the praises of this company called Alloy a million times, but this is one million and one. They are a telemedicine platform that also offers products. So I was able to have a phone consult with my the woman, Dr. Men, who became my doctor through the platform. Uh, and give her kind of a rundown of all the symptoms that I was experiencing, all under the header of perimenopause, which at this point, not a surprise, you know, there are over 50 symptoms, and I think I was experiencing at least 10 of them in acute form. Uh, and between that and having very, 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 uh, you know, having a history of very irregular cycles and all of that, she made a recommendation, started me on progesterone. And I swear to you within the first 10 days, it was like, I was a completely new person. My mood swings had been dramatically reduced. I'm not going to say that I don't have days where I'm still a moody bitch that comes with the territory, but I will say I felt like a different person for the better. I think most of 20. 2022, I really, I've said to anybody who I've had this conversation with, I just didn't feel like myself. I was, I felt really, really low. I was sad. I was weepy. Yes, there were stressors in my life. There were certainly things that I could have, you know, an emotional reaction to, but I felt like my response and my emotional reaction was so completely disproportionate to the actual situation. And I just couldn't get on top of it. And I'm so happy to say that I, I believe that just going on progesterone was a game changer for me. It doesn't mean it works for everybody. It doesn't mean that, you know, the exact protocol is going to yield the same results because everything is different case by case. But I will say if you are a woman in your mid to late 30s, early to mid 40s, mid to late 40s, whatever it is, 
if you are having these symptoms of the perimenopause machine, uh, again, which there are many, many, many symptoms, I really, really encourage you if you haven't already taken a look at, you know, your hormone balance and your hormone. And by the way, speaking of hormone balancing, I did a blood panel with my physician and on paper, everything looked quote unquote normal. So that just kind of tells you how much there still is room for, you know, margin of error and things outside of what it actually appears to be on a blood panel. And I don't know the science behind that. I would love to understand it better and share it with you at some point. All I will say is just because you've had your hormones quote unquote tested and someone says they are quote unquote normal, it doesn't mean that that's the end of the conversation. So that was my first, my first big accomplishment for my health and wellness in 2023. Uh, then after that, in no particular order, but certainly in order of, you know, just enthusiasm, uh, I changed up my fitness plan. I was one of those people, you know, very, very religiously four to five days of workouts every week. And beyond that, you know, lots of walking and, and moving around. So there's probably not a day that goes by that I'm not moving in some way. But I changed up my routine and I started lifting weights, even though I think like many women, we we're like, I don't want to lift weights because it's going to make me feel bulky and I don't want to be big. I want to be lean. And I know I'm the you know, not the first person and by no means the last person to say it, but that's just not how it works. Uh, I started lifting heavier weights in my, you know, fitness routine, as well as kind of making an effort to carry heavy weight more often, whether it was like grocery bags or weighted backpacks. Um, I did a newsletter post on rucking that some of you might've read. So adding more weight in general, uh, I think is, is super important as we get into our, you know, forties and early fifties, uh, because of bone density, you need to improve your bone density and you need to just really take on more weight because more heavy, you know, loaded weight because it has direct implications and connections to our longevity. So yeah, I started adding weights. I kind of dialed back on cardio or at least aggressive cardio. And I started doing zone two cardio, which again, some of you may be familiar with from my newsletter or from other sources. But basically, instead of having every cardio day be a super sweaty, heavy pounding run out of breath, you know, for whatever it's going to be 30 to 40 minutes, I started doing more days in zone two, which is a lower level of, of um, strenuousness, um, but it keeps your heart rate at, in a certain zone. It's supposed to be great for metabolic health and also, again, contributes to longevity. And so now I'm doing one, you know, kind of like super sweaty, short burst cardio w workout a week. And then I'm doing two to three of the zone two workouts. And they're very pleasant. I actually really love my zone two days. So that's a way to enjoy your cardio. And then what else did I do? I really started, I mean, I sleep has always been a focus for me, but I really, really kind of dialed in and started making some little adjustments with both my surroundings as well as my supplement routine. And again, I'm sure that uh, adding the hormones in had a huge impact on my sleep, but I also made a couple of little tweaks. I switched from magnesium glycinate to magnesium citrate. That was actually something I learned from a recent podcast interview that will have actually just aired with Dr. Isabella Wentz, who is an adrenal and thyroid specialist. And she kind of enlightened me to these different forms of magnesium and how they don't all work for people in the same way. So if you are doing magnesium glycinate and you're feeling like it is not making a difference, I would encourage you to take a look and have a listen to that episode and, and you know just take a closer look at the formats of magnesium and maybe what you're bringing to the table and how it might be interacting with you. 
And I also started adding more GABA into my sleep regimen. Uh, and GABA is a great, great supplement. It's something, again, we, we make it ourselves, but supplementing with it really does help to address what we all kind of in the world of anxiety know as racing thoughts. And it helps you both kind of slow down your racing thoughts and then literally just sort of extend your deep sleep into the morning. So those two adjustments plus starting hormones, I think honestly made an enormous, enormous difference. I have slept better in the year 2023 than I have in easily the five or six years prior to that. So good on me. And then the last thing I did was more, you know, squarely in the department of mental well-being. And that was like, I made some really fucking hard decisions this year about how I wanted my life to look and how I want to proceed and where I want to go with my professional life, my personal life. I just, I made hard decisions. I had hard conversations with people who I'm close to and who, you know, for all of the reasons that, you know, you have to have a hard conversation, something doesn't feel right. You have to speak up and you have to just kind of take charge and take control of your own I don't know, your own destiny, your own life, whatever you want to call it, no one's going to do it for you. So speaking up and just making difficult decisions, it's like, especially somebody who's prone to anxiety like I am, I think it is so much harder and more emotionally taxing to spend the time worrying about making the decision than to actually just make it and kind of let it fall into place. And I know I'm speaking very cryptically, and this is not specific to one situation. It's kind of addresses a handful of situations. But basically, I think I just sort of got into the driver's seat a bit more this year than I have in a long time, and it feels really good. And one of those big decisions had to do with this podcast, this very podcast. And I just want to take one more moment to express to you how grateful I am for your listenership and for your support. And a number of you out there have given me feedback and shared a bit about what you've really responded to and what you liked hearing and what you want to hear more of. And I just, I really appreciate it. I know there are a absolute, there is a shit ton of information out there. There are more podcasts than you can possibly count. Uh, truly, I think it's like a million at this point. So the fact that you take even just these little moments to check in with me and hear what I have to say means so much more than you know. And I hope that we can continue to, uh, you know, hang with each other in the coming years. Thanks for listening to All Too Well, guys. And as always, I am accepting stars, reviews, all of the above. They don't cost you anything and they mean a lot to me. So if you do have time, head on over to Apple Podcasts and throw me a few stars and, uh, you know, just do a good turn. Thanks. Thanks.